0: Pod, 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 pod. Rugby Pod. Hello and welcome along to this week's Rugby Pod. I'm your host Andy Rowe and as usual I'm joined by Jim Hamilton and Andy Goode. Thanks to the Rugby Pass for their help with the pod and also Guinness uh, for their help with the live shows. Check out eventbrite.co.uk to find out the latest shows and get your tickets. And if you fancy promoting your brand or sponsoring the show just drop an email to fred at therugbypod.com. How was your I, week in, Jim? No, I'm giving a shout out as well. Oh, you uh, want to Yeah, out? Okay. It, this is. Yeah. Let him
1: speak now. Yeah, Ma- on,
0: maximum
2: logistics. They yes. delivered all our wolf pack up to Scotland. They deliver all the wolf pack for us. The lagers, the pilsners that are coming out. But I want to give them a shout out because they've done a great job and they got it up there in quick time. So, maximum logistics. Thanks very much. Wait, where did they take it? All the way up to Scotland. Let's talk about
1: Scotland. On that note, shall we? Oh, How man. are we, Jim? It's mate. It's great to see you. You were in Cardiff as well, weren't you? You're I've, in Cardiff. Yeah, your I've, phone. You switched your phone off. You ignored. No, I did every signal in the stadium. Oh in my the principality days. Stadium. Oh, my days. What lies? Oh
2: mate, I feel like I'm <laughs> grieving. I felt like I was grieving after it was an absolute. I was embarrassed. It was a massacre. It was a hosing. Didn't see it coming. I'll be honest. I thought they were going to win. And mate, having this chat, okay, as me and my missus chat a little bit. She's like, how did they go? How did Scotland go? I was like, yeah, don't ask. Not great. And she said, well, is that any different to normal? I was yeah. like, what are you on about? What, what? <laughs> She's what she played, I was like, what, what are you talking about? And she said, well, you know, what did you say in your article that you've done? I said, oh, like, you know, I basically said it how, how, how it was. And she said, well, read it to me then. And so I read her the article and basically she, she says after, she said, well, you've not really said it how it was, were you? Because you've just told me there were absolutely... Shocking, and you haven't said that really in your article. I said I, I said they underperformed, and it, and it wasn't good. But, no, they
1: just did what Scotland do oh, in the mate, Six Nations. Mate, yeah.
2: It's hard, isn't it? Like, because what I don't want to do, I ain't Andy Goode. Do you know what I mean? I ain't hanging people out to try trying to get more followers. <laughs>
0: you <laughs> you know, speak just, for them instead. And yeah, yeah.
2: I, pr- I promised that I wouldn't be that guy, that player, that as soon as you retire, you start opening people up, and especially guys that I've played with. Yeah, you can't
1: open people up, but you can. you've got to be, as a pundit, which is what yeah. we are you just got to be honest. Yeah,
2: I know. Well, if I'm being honest, mate, it was embarrassing. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to back my mates. I'm going to back a team that I played for for 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, joking aside, you know, you, know, you take the laughs and the jokes out of it. Like, genuinely, I think that
1: it was a one-off, maybe. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, I, do th- I generally do think they'll beat France this weekend. Really? Yeah, yeah, I mean, France have called up Lionel Box East now. Man, they've called up Louis Pickham, I is I know, uh, Pickham, quality player. France have called up Lionel Box East. That's like England calling me up these days. Oh, really? Yeah, it's that bad. But I, I think Scotland at Murrayfield against France is different gravy. Um, yeah. But let, let's not forget, mm. everyone, including you, Jim, said Scotland would win and win comfortably down at the uh, Principality Stadium. And you didn't think they would, did you? I didn't think they'd get hosed like they did I thought they'd lose by probably. I think. did I say 10 or 15 or something like that I don't know um, but maybe, do
2: you, hey hats off to Wales right Let, let's be honest like Gatland we've given a bit of stick on here I mean I don't know how much influence Rob Howley had on that team maybe not a lot I don't think anyone listens to him anymore but <laughs> in terms of Gatland right I don't know whether I've said it before I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, Matt, I'm a big fan of Gatlin. I do like him. And he's come under a bit of stick, a bit uh, of pressure. Haven't you abused him before? No, I, I said about what's happened on the Lions tour and stuff like oh, that. Okay. And the fact that he didn't pick me in 2013. You he know, doesn't like me. But
1: Semantics, right?
2: Clearly, he's a good coach. Yeah, Like he is. And a couple of the selections, I was like, Patchell, lads are talking him up, saying he's a good player. Scarlett's at 15, mate, he'd been good. Never been a fan of him. He was awesome at the weekend. He was, yeah. Like he was. But... You know, watching the game, first ten minutes, Scotland looked awesome, like they did. Like, and I, I think after the first try, they and the second try, but the intercept really. And then what about the third? The yeah, fourth, yeah, well, I think when, when we went fourteen nil down, like that was it. And you could you could literally looking down from the the cheap seats, you could see the body language, and they were like,
0: Th-
1: "This is we're, gym, we're not out." We're like, we are this not is out when, in Cardiff. This is when Jim played. Surely the boys are out though. No, they, they flew back. It was under 40, so yeah, you if, said You said if it's under 40, you're out.
2: No, no. Uh, Gregor Townsend, the man who used to love going out and going out with Cindy and Candy, like he used to love going out. Who's Cindy and Candy? I don't know. Um, he used to love going out as, as making the boys fly back. Maybe that's the issue. But before the game, we are like, yeah, they're going to comfortably, com- comfortably win. No one goes to Cardiff and comfortably wins, So Who said know. that?
1: Uh, when you say we, can you just stop saying we?
2: Said... A lot of people. A lot of people on the streets of Cardiff. I was interviewing uh, people before the game. Yeah, who? Scots, Scots fans, bagpipes, Scots fans with, with bagpipes, guys with bagpipes and send pipes in their hands.
1: Bagpipes with 20 tenants' lagers down them or Exactly. Whatever.
2: But I, I talking about, it, so I did a few interviews for Rugby Pass on the streets of Cardiff before the game and in amongst it
1: was a little bit worried about what the vibe
2: would be like. I am getting absolutely abused by people. Are you surprised? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I had this one woman come up to me and she was like, Oh, it's Jim Hamilton. Oh. I was like, yeah, you're all right. What's up? She said, oh, you, you, you lost just every game for Scotland you played in. She has like, a point. I was like, well, not, she, com- not completely true. Did she call you nine-point Jim? No, but she said that I, she basically was convinced I, was a, I got sent off against Wales. <laughs> and I was like, no, d- I've never been sent off against Wales. She said, I can tell you now, you did. I, I was there, I watched it. I was like, well, no, that, Nathan Hines who got sent off against Wales. And then she walked off in a huff. And, she's, and then she came back later, as I was doing the interview yeah, you're right, it was Nathan Hines, but yes, you, you were still crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I said to her? Hey, I've got a better hair than you. What a shit lid you've got. And that literally, it just didn't, you know, like you thought, I literally said it like that, you know, like stuttering and stammering. A I wanted to, I wanted to come out and say, shit lid. But like I came out and said, well, I've got a good lid. You've got a, a, a shit lid. <laughs> yeah, for, Sc- so of,
1: Scotland fans were abusing you.
2: I thought it might be the Welsh. Yeah, the Scotland fans love me. Um, well, she clearly didn't, they, Yeah, so I'm going to say... That she was half Scottish, half Welsh, because okay. yeah. she doesn't call you Jim Hamilton the legend. No, she doesn't, so I'm gonna say that she was Welsh, but someone threw a shoe at me. Really? Yeah, I, I showed Guru the video. video. Someone lobbed a shoe at me as I was interviewing. I don't know why. Did it hit you? That's boot, wasn't it? No. it?
1: Stick a pint in it and neck yeah. it.
2: People screaming, Mounted Wheelie Bin, Jim the legend, <laughs> No. Showbiz Jim, no. like literally all these innuendos. I'm just like trying to bat people away. I'm like a squirrel. It was, yeah. And by the end of it, obviously, they've had a few beers and stuff like that after the game. Literally, I needed security to escort me to my car in John Lewis' car park.
0: I know you don't want to hang out your, your mates to dry, but what went wrong with Scotland?
2: I, I said they went 14-0 down, which was against play, really. They, the intercept. they played
1: well for five minutes, Scotland, didn't Yeah, they, they? they played very well for five minutes. For five minutes. <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs> um, and uh, I thought their attack looked great in the first five minutes, and that's what we thought was going to happen. Everyone spoke about the set piece, which I disagreed with. I don't think that was going to have a big bearing. In saying that, the line-out was poor. McInerney didn't throw very well. The scrum... Stats weren't great, but there weren't many scrums. What I'm saying is, they didn't have a, uh, a plan B. They they didn't have a, another option to go to. And this is where we'll speak about Goody's number one player, Greg Laidlaw, But Finn Russell, you know, and there was all the talk about him laughing before the game. Well, if I was being paid 750 grand by Russell Matra and been given a white Lamborghini as a signing on fee, I'd be I'd <laughs> be laughing. Lambo. I'd be laughing before the game. But it was one of them where it just didn't come off, did it? It didn't come off a of film. Nah. He uh, would try they're things. They, they were too no, lateral? They were very side yeah. but that's
1: how they play, right? And they didn't have any physicality in terms of ball-carrying at times, no. did they? So off the back of that, when you look at their defence, their defence was so porous. Which,
2: which they don't normally, they don't normally in, defend no, poorly.
1: Individually, flying out the line. And uh, to be fair, you've got to tip your hat to wear. This isn't all about bagging Scotland. And I'm, you know, I'm not bagging Scotland. I'm having a laugh because Jim and I are mates and he's pro-Scotland and I'm clearly not. You've got to actually tip your hat to Wales, and you see some of the handling from Alan Win jones from Samson Lee. The, oh that my. one was crap,
2: though. It, it was a good tip, but yeah. they got turned over off the back of it. Yeah, yeah, Should yeah. I be a rugby nose or not? You are a rugby nose. Well, he tipped it, didn't he? Then everyone's like, wow, what a tip to Moriarty. Moriarty gets turned over because there's no inside or outside clean. I'm available for coaching, if anyone wants me, <laughs> just to talk you through that, that little part of the game. But, but. It's, it's
1: true, though. And... You know, Gareth Davis at nine was outstanding. He was good. His just distribution, his threat around the breakdown. Tying in a couple of defenders and then putting out lovely passes. And Dreadlock Ruster was good. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah. Josh Navidi. Um, What's the other winger Who scored that Steph Evans What a finish Yeah great finish What a finish Just understanding Where the touchline is Where the try line is Being able to dive over And have the ball Way out in front of you Quality half penny Half penny try. Mate you were good Half penny play well He's always going to kick his goals Because he's a world class goal kicker But they just had An absolute spark About them the Welsh I think Um, Wales are going to win it I said it before (laughs) I said it before And I'll say it again I think Uh, Wales Are are the, the dark horse I think you said Ireland first Scotland second England third, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, well... I, I also love the fact... You see his Twitter over the weekend. He tweeted out at the start of the weekend, here's the, how the Six Nations table's going to finish. I did see that. And then after the game, he was like, I've grounded my kid. You can't, hate, you can't take this out on your Mate, kids again, Jim. What's she doing? You'd think that four-year-olds would not know how to work social <laughs> media,
2: let alone been able to write a Six Nations championship table how it's going to finish. But
1: yeah, tip of the hat to Wales. You can't actually bag Scotland too much because Wales, mm. I think exceeded everyone's expectations in how they played and how, you know, uh, Warren Gatton comes out of the game and said, oh, I told my boss we'd win by 20. No, you didn't, Warren. Well, this is the thing, right? This is where I think that
2: not just losing the game, the manner in what they lost the game, but everything around the game going into it and then what's come off the back of it. So, Finn Russell, via us talking about it on the rugby pod, saying about how... Down he was during the Lions tour. Did an interview last week. Boyd to come to Wales. Scotland had spoken about the favourites and what the odds were. Wanted to prove a point that he should have been in the Lions. And, and blah, 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 blah. Johnny Gray and all the, all the other players who got left out. So there was all the talk going into the game from the players themselves. You know, John Barkley, who is a good friend of mine. Um, is he? Up against 10 Scarlet's players. Yeah, it's um, club mates. Knows knows the Scarlet players inside out. I thought they dealt with him exceptionally well. They they took him off the ball straight away. Yeah, he, he did get a couple of uh, couple of turnovers in the end, but they they knew how to play against him. And then you come off the back of it. Gatlin knows that the Scotland lads would have been pissed off. He knows that the, the Scotland Rugby Union would have been annoyed that n- hardly any of the players went. And he's laughing, isn't he? In the back of his mind, because in his mind it was justified. Yeah. You know when the games matter. England last year. Wales, obviously, this year, he's made the right call. The big players didn't stand up, did they? Johnny no. Gray didn't play very well. Finn Russell was, was awful. And you look at it like that, then that's where it becomes more difficult for the players. And that's where the confidence
1: is going to get sapped from them. Yeah. My, my thing, and people hammered me, not hammered me, but tweeted me a lot about Finn Russell, saying he bottles it in big games. Like he's, But I, I think that's harsh to say. And you go back to the England game last year, the Wales game this year. But he's played well against the All Blacks and stuff like that, so that's not fair, but this whole thing about Clive Woodward's absolutely rinsed him in, I think it's his Daily Mail column or whatever. Yeah, Sir Clive Woodward. To do with him, what, what happened with it, smiling and laughing? Yeah, so basically,
2: like, during the anthems, obviously people are singing, if you know the words, and it, it literally just caught it caught him as the camera's gone down past him again, and he's smiling. Like, he's, he's laughing. and he, he looks like he's a bit cocky. That, that that's the thing. I yeah. think going into it, I think if you watch the build-up and you, and you watch how Finn holds himself, he's a cocky character. Yeah, the way that he plays, it like loose, and he's got a smile on his face, and you know he he is that kind of. Um, Freddie Burns yeah, yeah. similar to that that, yeah. kind of, that kind of character and you know the, the talk of the Paris thing and the fact that he's asked for a Lamborghini and that he's been looking at Lamborghinis in, in Glasgow and all these Is that kind true? Of, yeah it is true yeah it is true so he's that kind of character he wears like Arjani shoes are they Arjani or Ar- you know Prime Arnie I think yeah they Prime Arnie so he wears Prime Arnie shoes he's got a Louis Vuitton handbag like all these <laughs> things and then you go and put a performance like that and that's what Sir Clive Woodwork's saying isn't he? come out the woodwork and start abusing yeah, so boys. He's not been
1: in rugby since, I think the last time he was in rugby was the 2005 Lions. Tournament. And you can hear that as well when yeah. he talks. You can hear that. You uh, get, very superficial. Uh, yeah.
2: But Finn's one of them players that this week can have an absolute stormer. But you look at Finn's best games, it's when Scotland have been on the front foot. Have Scotland got a plan B when they're on the back foot? And we saw against Samoa in the autumn, you would have watched it, Goody, I'm sure. But when they're on the back foot, they look bang average to awful to... To Scotland, circa Jim Hamilton, yeah. 2010. Ba- back into them date. Well, 2010, we were great. Oh, really? We beat Ireland away. The Croke Park. Um, yeah. Only victory. Yeah, so the amount of people at the stadium, though. Jim, get your boots out. Get your boots out, lads. Yeah, your boots uh, out. Lad. I was boots. I got my boots in my
1: bag, like. I thought John Barkley stood up.
2: Yeah, John Barkley stood up. Hugh Jones, great player. He's
1: not a 12. Yeah. Um, for me, if you look looking... Harris at 13. Yeah. I played with him at Newcastle, and cool. he... You know, I th- it was his first, first start. First start, yeah. Um, and he's a good player, Charis. But just that intensity, made a couple of errors and that 12-13 axis didn't work particularly well, did it? And what do you think about Laidlaw coming back in? Um I think he gets I think he gets picked this weekend. Not because of his ability as a player, but because of how bad Finn Russell was. So that does bring the control. But Greg Laidlaw doesn't fix their physicality. Greg Laidlaw doesn't fix their issues at scrum and line-out. Greg Laidlaw... Box kicks and, and and potentially brings a bit of control when there was absolutely no control at the weekend. Um, I, I
2: just think he brings that leadership. You you might might remember Scotland went through six or seven phases in their own twenty-two before they kicked it, and
1: then but they. That's kicked Finn it. Russell, though,
2: yeah, but that's what I mean. So, so so why isn't
1: Finn as a ten? You're telling your nine, yeah. whatever you call is for box kick. But
2: his whole
1: his thing is play 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 play. As
2: fella. a ten, all this, so it's all Finn Russell. Though. Yeah, exactly. We look at Glasgow the way that they play. That's yeah. exactly right. Whereas yeah. if you've got Grig in there. He's going to say, hey, I'm not ken that. I'm not ken that. I'm going to kick. And then he'll bang a kick up early on. I think, he, but, I think, I think that means I'm not doing that. I'm going to yeah, kick up. Yeah, yeah. I, like I can. I can. Uh, but yeah, that's where I think Greg will come back in. I think that uh, Dildo Daves might come in. And dildo Dave Denton, dildo Dave Denton, make decent carry. And they just ones to be able to carry the hard yards. Yeah. And then I also think if Alex Dunbar comes in at twelve, move Hugh Jones out 13. to thirteen, yeah. he'll make a huge difference. Talk about defensively, mate. He's one of the, he's one of the best defenders in the world, Goody. Is he? He's the guy that went uh, that came off in the autumn test where Sonny Bill went through and that one offload. Yeah. And if he was on, potentially um, Scotland would have
1: won that. I love game. the way they're still talking about they nearly beat the All Blacks in the autumn. They've just been oh, hosed. Just much, been hosed by, hosed by the Welsh.
0: How much is it? How much different is it when you go from the November internationals, where essentially it's a friendly, and then you go into tournament play? Does that change the way you've got to actually play the game? Oh,
1: mass- I think it's massive. Um, you know, and you only have to look at the Welsh and how they've performed in the autumn over the last five, six years. Six Nations over the last five, six, seven years, they rock up. And they're ultra-competitive. And it goes to a different intensity. And that's, you know, the Six Nations is a quality tournament. The Scots have had a load of hype behind them. And I'm hoping, I'm desperately hoping they bounce back this weekend. I generally mean that to beat the French. Because I'm not a particular fan of the French, am I? Um, And I hope Scotland beat France at home. So then it it builds back up to that massive game uh, in Edinburgh, the Calcutta Cup, week three. Winning and win, Jim's getting a uh, Joe Marla haircut, aren't you? Wow, well, shave the mohawk.
2: I've got. I might have to
1: retract. I, you can't retract. Let, let's you just can't talk, pull out, mate. Let's talk You've got four kids, mate. You can't pull out. Mate, I am pulling out, have, mate. I'm pulling out. Pull <laughs> out for the rest of my life,
2: mate. But um, yeah, that was it. So we'll see. I'm, I'm a Scotland fan for one for one more week. If they don't do it
1: this, mate, I'm
0: not English. English. Yeah, <laughs> I am, mate. Yes. Yeah. We've got him. Well, if you're an Irish fan, you probably hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry,
1: <laughs> I, I need to stay on Scotland because I do have a present for Jim. Now it's something that I got for Secret Santa but I completely forgot and I thought there's never a more apt time than getting this out now they're giving them away for free I love my gloves I played in gloves all my career but these are gloves to keep your hands warm you wore some of the shittest gloves I've ever seen on BT Sport one day didn't yeah. you they were horrendous right gardening gloves I've got all my gear sorted now That they were Craig Doyle's gloves I've got you some Scotland gloves oh. and they were 50% off £5.99 really? $5. no one wants them so I bought them for Jim I thought it was going to be a wooden spoon, Goody. I'll be honest. No, no that's not yet, because I, I want nine- you to beat uh, France this weekend. Mate, you spent 5 on some gloves.
2: Mate, yeah, you, Scotland. You, you no, said to me... Who the fuck a- wants Scotland gloves except for you? But you said you're a millionaire. They could
0: have been leather. Well, if you're an Irish fan, you're probably wondering when we're going to talk about that drop goal. Johnny Sexton, have you ever seen a, a better under-pressure dropper than that, Gertie?
1: Uh I don't think anyone... You talk about... Big drop goals that have won games. So Joel Stransky's in the World Cup, 95. Obviously, Johnny Wilkinson's o- 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 3 Zinny's wasn't under pressure. Yeah, yeah. So Zinnies was It was a great drop goal, but it was a shot to nothing. He was like, fuck this, I'm Zinny, I can do what I want. And, Carter,
0: 2015.
1: Yeah, Carter's won, but there wasn't under pressure to win a game. Sexton's won. Under those conditions, he just got up from having cramp uh, about five phases before. Mm. They've held onto the ball for 40-odd phases. To win an international game in the Six Nations with a kick... In those conditions. Away. Away from home. In France. uh, Greasy ball. The boys were absolute. They've gone through... 41 phases? 41 phases. You miss it, it you lose it. Absolutely fucked they were, weren't they? And he's just got his plums out, stuck them on the table and said... I have got the largest nuts in world rugby right now. The funniest
2: thing about it is, is sweetest that, strike yeah, ever. Apparently, his nuts are a lot too wet tea bags as well in real life. <laughs> <laughs> they're meant to be tiny, um, and <laughs> like I'm, literally, they're
1: massive today and yesterday. Yeah, well, they are. And they Saturday. are
2: big. But from two wet tea bags to walking around with them in a wheelbarrow, I mean, I'm, I'm not a kicker goody. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah. could have been. Yeah, I could have been. Of course, been. you could. Could have been. Should have been. But you're lefty. I'm a lefty. But <laughs> that, I mean. That's for me the best kick off in a rugby match. Yeah,
1: I mean, and and people, uh, people asked you know, have I ever kicked drop goals? Of course, everyone's as a ten. You've always kicked important drop goals. I remember one I scored for Wasps last, same sort of thing, last kick of the game. Oh, no doubt, (laughs) no doubt. I I can can pull up the video if you want. Who against? Was it against Krakow in Prague or something? No, Exeter Mm -hmm. at Adams Park, one of the very last games at Adams Park for Wasps. Same distance, but the conditions were perfect, and that feeling you get, and I. What I loved about it, he, he didn't know. He was like, yeah, yeah. And he's running back thinking, oh, is, the, is the clock over? Is the time up? And that feeling, that buzz you get on something like that when you've single-handedly won your team the game, is uh, you just can't repeat like, it. What are
2: you thinking? Are you, like After you did that, are you thinking New Lid? Are you thinking I'm, Night I'm Out? Thinking... Are you thinking Marlborough Lights? Are you well, thinking I... <laughs> Corona? What goes through
1: your head? <laughs> Mentos, mate, mentals. Right. Um No, I, the game I, I did it in, I had an absolute stinker for 70 minutes no doubt a normal game for me actually and then dropped a goal Um, semi-final down at Gloucester in the Premiership 2008 uh, Leicester against Gloucester last kick of the game pretty 1978 1978 Um, and that that night we had a mental night out in Leicester Uh, Sunday game and that's when I was thinking Corona's everywhere and we were in where did we end up in it's a student place up on uh, Sawpoint that's it yeah,
2: ju- what jump, a jumped night! Jumped off the bridge there. <laughs> so did him, uh, Ollie Richardson, the conditioning coach, dressed as a condom. Uh, did he? Yeah, he did jumped he? into the canal, and I think he he had the shits for like three weeks. <laughs> to <go> to <laughs> hospital, <laughs> but Dorsham, you know, but yeah.
1: forget me. Going back to Sexton, I generally cannot see how, in the future of rugby, anyone can have a better drop goal, sweeter strike in such a high-intense atmosphere everything on the line in any sort of high-pressure game. I think, I,
2: I think he's just like would, that. Fuck it, I've had enough. I'm fucked, I've had enough. Yeah, Here we go. Wallop. Do you know what I mean?
1: And it, it, when you think it's the toughest kick in the world, it, which it is from that far out, you just give it full beans. When it's closer in, your arsehole goes a little bit and you're thinking, right, just get it over, get it over, get it. And you don't strike it as well a lot of the time.
0: No, you don't have any drop goals. Jeff. Um
1: it's dropped a few blokes, but not many goals. I've,
2: I've dropped a goal. I dropped a goal in the team run at... It when counts. did we play at the Aviva? did we play at the Aviva Stadium for Saris? Uh, against uh, Munster in the quarterfinal. Yeah. Was it a semi-final or quarterfinal? Semi-final. When we won? Yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, that was it. So yeah. I, I dropped a goal from out on the corner, five metres to the touchline, and got it. Yep. Uh, no one ever saw that, yeah. so yeah. believe uh, probably Believe in quote-unquote, said that's one of the best things he's ever seen. I don't think that's, that's a what lie. I, said. <laughs> uh, I think Jack and Origins back. Well, we'll try and, mate, we'll tweet it this week. We'll
1: tweet it this week and see if he comes back with I concur. But... Then you see after after Johnny's kicked it and he's jogging, he's running back, and then there's a mental pile on. Do you see all the boys just yeah. piling on him? Tell the breath, that Can you imagine just thinking breath? <laughs> I think so. Look good. Was Dev Toner on at that time? Yeah, apparently.
2: he came on, made a big impact, mate. Dog breath, apparently, mate. <laughs> really? Dog breath. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's just what, what on. do you call him? The sperm. <laughs> yeah, him, he looks like a sperm. <laughs> he does look like a sperm, doesn't he? Like a, like a tab hole or a sperm, but apparently boys call him doggers, mate. shit breath. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're now joined by uh, Grand Slam winning Irish Lucy, Stephen Ferris. Stephen, thank you very much for joining us, mate. No worries. Good to be on. Thanks for having me.
2: Mate, did you win the Grand Slam? I don't think you've ever mentioned that.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one, just once more than you, Jim. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, and, and me, to be fair. Mate, Sexton's kick was, was pretty special. There's all this, the memes going around with him carrying his nutsack around in a... And a wheelbarrow but I've heard through a few sources that he, his testicles are the size of two wet tea bags is that correct or not? <laughs>
3: uh, no comment but geez yeah, he definitely had a, a big sack on him on Saturday what a bloody kick geez I couldn't believe it it was actually down in a, in a pub in the middle of Dublin and it was going crazy just just Ridiculous kick. like um, Ireland didn't play that well. France didn't play that well. A bit of a scrappy game. Scra- France really disappointed it didn't close it out. But wow, step up to the plate. Johnny Sexton, 42 yards out. See you straight over. And just the scenes after, it was as if they won a grand slam. It meant so much to them. So um, keeps the ball rolling for next week.
1: Yeah, certainly does. And obviously, when, when he's dropped the goal and there's the big pylon, if Stephen Ferris is in that pylon, are you trying to pull people's pants down as well? Is that the sort of thing that you could do?
3: I think I'd be I'd be like 50 yards away being sick because I just went through 42 phases and I was so unfit. So no, nah, I definitely don't think I'd have been in that pylon. Uh, but yeah, just crazy scenes. Like the boys just jumping on top of each other and, and just elation everywhere. So I think it was more relief than innocent Goody, considering, you know, the been in the lead for a large part, parts of the game. And then, obviously, that soft try, that counter-attack try that they uh, they conceded. And, you know, Joe won't be happy with that the way Rob Carney slightly bit in on the outside channel and left that space. and uh, you know Just to get over the line, I think it was more relief than anything.
1: And talking about um, Rob Carney in that era, uh, there's obviously been a massive clamour for... Lama to be picked as well after his performances. Do you think? Do you envisage any changes for this week? I know it's Italy at home, a game you will expected to win and get the bonus point. Do you think he'll make many changes?
3: Yeah, I think he'll make a couple of changes, Goody. I think um, he likes to keep boys on their toes. Um, you know, Nobody's certain of their place. Maybe the a couple of the golden boys like you know Rory Best or Johnny Sexton, Conor Murray. But apart from that, I think he will make a couple of changes. Maybe at loose head, keep Kane Healy fresh because he had an unbelievable game against the French. Uh, maybe at full back while well, he played Jordan Larmer we don't know I watched him play against Ulster and he was just just ridiculous this the way he can step off both feet but at serious pace he scored that unbelievable try against Munster the week before that as well so we all know that he has the capabilities but test match rugby is, is a different animal altogether but I do have a feeling goody that he will make a couple of changes just to to keep boys on their toes, as I said.
2: Well, let's hope Dev Toner doesn't get a start, mate. Wowzers, he can't step off his left <laughs> or his right, mate. <laughs> but he can feel you, in, Jenna, can't he, he? Can't, mate. I actually nearly killed him, mate, back in the day. Um, <laughs> so as well, mate, it's been a few changes at Ulster as well. Is Les Kiss? Is that his real name? Les Kiss. Les Kiss. Yeah, us. yeah. Well, yeah. he's been sacked, mate. Inevitable or harsh or what do you think?
3: Yeah, Tim, I think it was pretty inevitable. There's a few, um, a few games during the season which. We're papering over the cracks. They got a, a a really close win against the Southern Kings away where if it hadn't been for Charles Piatai, they would have lost that match. And then a last-minute try against Treviso at home. Literally the last play of the game, Andrew Trimble gets over. And then they get a last-minute try against the Dragons. So just all those um, last-minute game winners that you know were papering over a lot of cracks. I think Les Kiss probably would have been gone a little bit sooner. But you know the buck ends up... Following with him because he's the man in charge he's the man that's picking the team and um, he's been brought in on serious cash to do a good job and he, he he hasn't done it so for me the team has been in a slow decline probably over the last couple of years and it's sad to see but who's going to be brought in to fix it is John O'Gibb's going to be given the the reins of the poison chalice I'm not so sure so apparently a coaching review is going to be taking place over the next uh, the next few weeks a couple of months and the decision we've made it will be made after that
2: you in mate? you're going to put your hat in the ring?
3: <laughs> no, I'm not allowed back in the King's Stadium after some of the comments that I've made that Ulster being the like the arsenal of uh of of the premiership and all this carry on over the last number of weeks. But uh no, look I i think uh I think Ulster just needs stability. Now, Jim, I think they're a team that, you know, shouldn't be looking for this quick fix. Uh they need somebody that's gonna be in with a long term plan and um, you know that long term plan it should be realistic I'm trying to make quarter finals trying to get into playoffs you know that's where Ulster should be aiming over the next couple of years and then trying to springboard on from that so it's going to be interesting to see but I'm just not sure if they'll go for any homegrown coaching staff somebody like Jared Payne here's been a little bit more coaching within the setup due to his head injuries so uh, who knows who knows what's around the corner
1: It's obviously been a tough couple of weeks as well with the um, off field situation with Paddy Jackson and Stuart Olden has that is that brought a big black cloud over the club as well in terms of Les kiss and how everything's sort of steamrolled into his sacking
3: yeah good I just think this last maybe 3 months it's just been uh, it's been tough for Ulster rugby on and off the pitch you know the results haven't been good and you know the bungee cord that I've been talking about Eddie Solomon's talked about just you know you get an unbelievable win against La Rochelle 20 points to 13 at home and then you get pumped by a a pretty average was team, 26 come on, mate, that's lies. We're awesome. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, and then just the the Paddy Jackson case, which is just uh, rumbling on over the next uh, few weeks. And that's, you're right, it's just a bit of a grey cloud over Ulster Opie at the minute, but everybody's just kind of keeping their head down, getting on with it. Try not to make too many comments about all the, the whole situation and, you know, hopefully over the next four or five weeks everything's sorted and people can just get on with things. But, yeah, uh, to go back to your point, uh, Goody, I just think in general there's a bit of negativity um, all over the place within Ulster at the minute.
0: Well, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the show, mate. Really appreciate it and hopefully uh, Ulster can turn things around and Ireland can keep on their winning ways in the uh, Six Nations, mate.
3: Cheers, boys. Cheers, keep up good work. Cheers, Cheers mate. Doing. Cheers, Bye, Bye-bye.
1: He's a he's a hero, right, in Ulster, and he's also. And you talk earlier, and this is what he said then. You talked earlier about just retiring and you know not wanting to hang people out to dry. Ultimately, as a pundit, you've just got to tell, say what you see, and, and yeah. give your opinion. And he, you know, fair play to him. He has a, had an amazing career at Ulster in Ireland, but he's gone into punditry, taking it to taking it to like a, a duck to water sort of thing, and isn't scared to say. What he believes in. And he's actually, an influencer. Yeah, he is, and I think it's great. You know, ultimately, he's always been at Ulster. Yet he's not scared to go out and say, "Actually, this is wrong. That's wrong. This needs looking at," because in a lot of rugby clubs and a lot of environments, like you said, cracks just get papered over because people don't want to have tough conversations and open people out to not for the for the purpose of hanging someone out to dry, but just being
0: honest. Mm, that's, I, what I, yeah. that's what I love about you're well,
1: Definitely, definitely right, and that's what we spoke about at the beginning
2: of the show. We were saying. I don't want to be that guy who's opening up ex-teammates and stuff because now being on this other side for the last six months, it's so much easier here. Do you know what I mean? For me, looking at a game of rugby and Mm. watching from the cheap seats with a pint in my hand and a hot dog, mate, it's so easy for me to say, oh, that's crap. Oh, look at them, big space defensive error. You know what I mean? He's shit. That's not good enough. And that's what I mate, it is. And I don't think I'm at that level yet where I want to, yeah, I want to be stating the obvious and you want to give people insight and you want to, it's there for everyone to see. Everyone can see that Scotland underperformed at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? That, like, anyone who watched that game would be like, they were crap. So it doesn't need me to say, well, he were crap, he were crap, that were crap. Well, it, well, it but, does on our podcast, mate. Well, well OK, well, what? I said that. I said Here I thought go. I thought Finn Russell underperformed. We, defense, didn't have, we didn't have any go again. forward. Do you
1: remember this time last week, right, when I talked about <laughs> the Six Nations and Scotland and he went fucking wild, didn't he? Because I was yeah. saying, ah, oh, they're all fart, no poo and all this stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, mate, I have. Literally, I've uh, I've been grieving the last couple of days. I have. You'd boot the kids when you got in, or you can't boot the kids? Oh, mate, I looked after the dog him on it? Sunday. Mate, the dog had it, mate. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Be uh, careful now with... Uh... Oh, yeah. Well, I pinned him down and shaved his head anyway. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, like you're doing me head in, mate. So I shaved the dog's head at the weekend. And uh, and yeah, and I watched the England game yesterday. Yes. Mate, overrated this England team. Are Let's get into it. absolutely no. joking? I, you, you
1: talk How about... How was George no, Ford? Mate, I know in Farrell that combo at ten twelve. You're playing against policemen, mate.
2: <laughs> do you know what I mean. Um, let's mate, let's get into it because I've got a have have got a balanced judgment on a player that we're going to talk about.
1: Okay, so I'll give you. So I give you my take on. Yeah, it? give me give uh, me your take. Do you know what really pleased me about the, the game yesterday was actually Italy showed glimpses of. Quality rugby yeah. in different patches in the game, and they're not as good as England. they you know, ultimately I think they're going to get the wooden spoon unless um, they beat Scotland in the last game, and hopefully that happens, and then Scotland get the wooden spoon again. Um, but they showed some quality at times. You know, the, the, the tries they scored, the one, the four pass for the try in the second half, and it was competitive. It was tough, and you know, the opening games for Italy in the Six Nations in Rome. They're always pretty tough battles, and then towards the end of the Six Nations, they get absolutely—they get, <laughs> they get hosed. Yeah. Um, so it was a battle, and it was competitive, and Italy showed signs of massive improvements. But it was the same old story. Last fifteen minutes, England pulled away. Whoever made now, Anthony Watson played pretty well. Here we go. This his, is what is what try. Talk about. Yeah, his try. Yeah, his, I think it was his second try. Absolutely electric. Yeah, like unbelievable finish. Yeah, that not many wingers could have scored when he put his foot down and went again. And that was a worldie. But how Sam Simmons hasn't got man of the match... Here we go. It's beyond it. me. He was unbelievable! This is it. 14
0: oh. carries, 80 metres, two tries. Six 23, 23, injuries, tackles, 23, 23 tackles. 23. Top tackler.
1: All right. Top metre maker. Most carries. Uh, uh, okay. He's two tries. I ain't convinced. I've oh, it. stop it, mate, Jim!
2: I'm not. Jim. Genuinely, I, I'm You're not... You're not convinced? Mate, I'm not... Why aren't you convinced? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I'm really not. Is he a good player? Yes, he's a very good player. Yes, he is. Is he, is he a standout player for Exeter? Yes. A lot of the time he is... I'm just not convinced still. Like, yes, he scored two tries yesterday, and yes, he made 23 tackles. You've got, to, Yes, you've got to be in a position to make them tackles, and a lot of players now around the back row are in the high teens. So in that sense, against Italy, who, you know, yes, they did play well, but they're still not a great team. You know, the try that he scored when he burst through the mall, I think most of us would have finished that. Oh! <laughs> um, has he got a turn of pace? Exceptionally, yes. Unbelievable. And, and the commentators were saying, like, I think, you know, Flatman was saying on, on the... On the commentary, that uh, people are deceptively surprised about how quick he, quick he is, mm. and mate, they're right in what they're saying. But I'm looking at the stuff. I'm looking at the stuff when things are going to tighten up. So when they play against Ireland and Scotland, Scotland, um, <laughs> you know, and when they play against Wales at the weekend, this for me is is, is going to define Sam Simmons as a as a Six Nations player because what was first start in mate, the Six Nations game, mate. Don't get mate, and he did brilliantly. Like he was, he, you know, he made twenty three tackles of carries. Your, what's your point? In in traffic. What's your right, point? In traffic. You sound like Eddie Jones right? In traffic. And he still makes yards. Yeah, I don't, Matt, I'm not convinced. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not, he's not a line option. What about his hands to Jack Knoll yeah, for Yeah, mate, but it's fucking touched by the end of it. You're winning by 60, anyone can do that. <laughs> if I was winning by 60 points, you I'd put kicks through that, and Jim. stuff in there. You couldn't Never got that. to that stage. I think, I've, what? I've worked out okay. his is issue.
1: I've worked out Jim's issue. Go man. on, then. His issue is, Sam Simmons scored the winning try in the semi-final last year that ended Jim's career. That's what this is about, isn't it? And I hate the bloke. <laughs> uh, but he drives a he drives a,
2: uh, a, Clio, a Renault Clio. Good on him. Shit car. Uh, keeping it real. But genuinely, I, I, I could get proven wrong. I could do. and I Again. Hope, and I hope that I do get proven wrong again. Because people will be listening to this and be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I looked in the difficult parts of the game, all right, where the scrum time, I don't think he handled the ball well at the back of the scrum a couple of times. Yeah, true. Line out. Line out time is not a line out option. Okay, and when he was running into traffic, he was getting smashed, and that's what I mean. So you have got Rub Shop, okay? Who I think Simmons could be a six. Yeah, like you know, I think you could see that. I could think you could see Vonopola at eight and him at six. See my
1: my back row. You, you, you fast forward now to uh, World Cup final. You look at a back row and, and how and Fucking who you now
2: World Cup final.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but that's the, ultimately that's the that's the end goal, isn't it? That's the. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, it is. That's Everest, right yeah, it there. is. And things Scotland could let's ever. Let's go Six Nations game at the end. Let, let's do that. Let's go the so Ireland if, if, game. If all, if all our back rows were fit, yeah. Right now, I would go Courtney Laws at six. Yeah, definitely with Maratogi and Launchbury in the second row. Yeah, and I'd go Billy Van at eight. Yeah, I'd go Sam Simmons at seven. Okay, so, so we're kind of agreeing that he he, he would fit into that mould. No, you, no, you said <laughs> he's not all that. I'm saying no, no, he's a worldie. People
2: are raving. I, I, I'm not saying he's a worldie. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not that. yet.
1: No, but he's an unbelievable I'd, performance. Okay. He's got.
2: Stuff in the back row that no other player okay. and has I, got. and I get that. He's like a centre. Like yeah. He is. Yeah. You know, he's like probably what they wanted Burgess to be, I imagine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of that, I, I want to be proven wrong. You will be. I, I'm not convinced. You, good. You're never okay, right about good. rugby, are you? No, I'm not. No. Tell a hell of a
1: story. Yeah.
2: Anything rugby
0: related. <laughs> it a hell of
2: a yarn. Uh, uh. Yeah, well, let's see then.
1: Uh, so, ben
0: Young's injury. Uh, that throws the cat amongst the pigeons with England team, doesn't it? With their, they've only got two halves.
1: Yeah, we talked about it, didn't we? about the fact that he's only got two in the squad. And Eddie always talked about having two teams and if you bring another scrum half in the squad, that means someone can't be on the field training against each other the whole time and it uses up a spot or whatever. Um, I think he's going to go Richard Wigglesworth. Um, The choices are Dan Robson, Richard Wigglesworth. He talked about Ben Velicott, He's nowhere near ready for me, I don't think. And pressure game, Six Nations. You've got Danny Kerr, who'll probably start, who I didn't think played that well at the weekend at times. He's more worried about his lead. Well, yeah. You see, every time the, the, the camera Give comes the sweep, on, he gives it the sweep, uh, he gives it the sweep because he's receding massively. Yeah, I know, he is, he yeah. keeps talking to me about getting the hair done as well. Really? like, Goody, you look sharp now. Maybe not from the chin down, but you know, well, the eyes down, the lid. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I'd yeah. go Wigglesworth, I think. Yeah. And the, the whole clamour will be for someone exciting like Rob Robson. And ultimately, yeah, Ben Young's injury looked horrendous, didn't it? Yeah, well, he, he, and the noise, the, that the noise he that he made, and, and the ball thing ball is, ball. is, he's one of them
2: guys that, tough and again, he's a tough bugger. Like he is a tough fucker, a like lot he is. Yeah, you know, farming. farming but yeah, farming background. Like he was on the show the other week. He's, you know, he, he loves the crack and stuff. But he is in that Leicester mould, Harry Ellis and himself, um, a tough bugger. So we, we wish him well because you just never know, do you? Like no. with them kind of injuries. But if, you, if you're making that kind of noise, it looks like maybe the ligament's gone or the yeah. bone. Yeah. And the ligaments.
1: He's gone. You know, horrible to say. But when you're in that much pain, you see it on replay, and we know it's. Minimum it's me- he's done his medials. Yeah, which is eight eight weeks. Yeah. Yes. And worst case he's done a lot. He's done a lot in his nine months. So yeah. fingers crossed it's not as bad as that. Um but it does again open up the opportunity for others and when you talk about it and when you listen to Eddie Jones and people have been saying you should have three in the squad, should have three in the squad, it you know, it kinda now makes sense that you should and maybe now he has to call two players up because you know, what happens if Danny Kerr gets injured? Or in training. And then you've got two scrum halves that haven't been around the squad for a long time. So, interesting. So, and we're sure. talking uh, on a Monday. No one's been announced yet, but I, I think it will be Wigglesworth. He mentioned yesterday, that Eddie Jones mentioned he, you know, he's going for a kicking scrum half. and oh, yeah. <laughs> Wiggy's got the best Cheers, left boot foot in the world Eddie, for a scrum okay. half,
0: not Daniel Craig was in the change rooms after the game. Have you guys ever had any celebrities like that? Never. Heard of him. Who is yeah, yeah,
1: it? He, he actually came in... No. Um, Uh, What I loved about it... Oh, a good friend of yours, No, eh? no, 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 no. No. (laughs) So you saw it, you saw pictures of Jack Knoll in his Speedos. Out-ripped. Or or Budgie Smugglers. And Jonathan Joseph next to him, tops off. He came and did it years and years ago when I was in the England team, many, many moons ago. Actually, when I say the team, I was probably only on the bench. I was probably actually just eating the sandwiches. You're you're eating a bag of chips as he's he's Uh, But he came in the changing rooms and loads of the lads had the tops off and I was definitely... Oh, can you throw me an extra T-shirt, please, to cover up? Um, yeah, he loves his ruggers, and it's amazing. Six Nations time, they all come out of the woodwork. They do, yeah. And it's—I think it's great. You know, we've had Prince Harry in the changing rooms before. Oh, who? Exactly. Um, you yeah, know, you're talking about. We had Gordon Brown. We
2: had Gordon Brown. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he came into the shower. Yeah, I've got the—I've got the tripod out. He, he, he showered with you, did he? He came in to speak to us. Yeah. Yeah. Pants so, down or? Well, I just—all the boys—we made this thing when he came in that everyone would do a peel back, so he came in.
1: <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, has uh, your your most famous follower on Twitter has she ever ventured into the Scottish Changing rooms? No, she
2: hasn't. No, Joe hasn't. No, she's. J.K. Uh, Rowling. I love the way he says no, Joe. Yeah. J.K. Rowling. Well, That's, we're, we're friends. So no one knows her yeah. Joe. Well, I do. We're okay. friends. But the, interestingly enough, the picture and Marrow, you saw Marrow, he had a few different poses, didn't he? And he was talking about being like the black James Bond and whatever. So it was Marrow, Daniel Craig, and George Cruz. And I, I said on Marrow's picture, like, Cruzeau has absolutely butchered that photo. <laughs> like, stood there the like an the absolute... <laughs> f- <laughs> so, yeah. You don't like Cruzeau, do you? Well, he's the witch's nose, no. Um, I do like Cruzeau. it's, yeah. but it's a good to see him yeah. get back on. Maybe he's had a tough time of it. Do, do you reckon yes. he... Uh,
1: genuine question now. You, you talk about form and all that stuff. Do you reckon Crusoe deserves a shot? To be on the bench for England, or mm, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't is it, say. Is it Quay? He's, he's played. A is bit better, has it has been
2: good, but again, he's not proven in the Six Nations. Mm. George has his performances in the last couple of weeks have been better, but he's had a tough time, hasn't he? Tough injury. He got yeah. he got rushed back to be on the Lions tour. Yeah. Played the first game. He wasn't 100 percent fit, and then he got dropped. So mentally, yeah. I think it's been tough for yeah, him. Better. You know, and uh, look, mate, he's a good player. He's a very, very good player. Sorry, and we saw with Launchbury. He was out of sorts before. He's back on form. Cruzo is one of them guys that needs an arm round him, yep. and that's where the lads talk about. Well, Robshaw came out about Eddie Jones in terms of his manage, man management, rub shop, rub shop. and he, that's where Eddie Jones will know how to manage George Cruz. And for him to be in that setup and away from Sarries and, and not playing in the, in the Anglo Welsh Cup, which he probably wouldn't have been anyway. But that's be, when you played, right? No, no, I never played oh, in okay. the Welsh game for Sarries. Yep. They asked me to play this week. Did they? Kelly Brown has been on the phone all week. Oh, they so, had a load of guest players, in, didn't they? Yeah. So a couple of the boys went down, and he he, he said to me, "How much?" I says, <laughs> I, "I says, how much you got?" <laughs> really? And he says, "Genuinely, we'd be up for playing against Exeter." I says, "Mate, they were my best games. That's what they were. Exeter was the team that I played." And I, literally, I'm driving, I'm smiling, I'm like, "Could I play this?" weekend? Someone still wants me. Yeah. Could I still play this weekend? Absolutely. Um, no and then I texted him and said, "Look, I'm looking for around five grand to play." And then I didn't hear back off him.
0: <laughs> so but, Great you know, mate, eh? Yeah, great mate. Really
2: good mate. Good mate of mine.
0: Should we look at some social media? Oh, yeah. please. Uh, Lance Bradley has tweeted in, HIA, you can never tell if a player really has a head knock or not, so he or the doctor says he has, and you have to believe them. What's the solution? That's the so, issue.
1: Yeah, we didn't talk about this uh, when we talk about the, the France-Ireland game, and I'm so glad Ireland won in the end, because the whole the whole issue with it, uh, and Henry Chavoncy for me, is the guy that... Causes a lot of the issues. Henry Chauvincy's playing at centre. He missed around 30 yards when he saw DuPont had gone. Because it's this whole thing, and this is why Jim and I never sidestepped in our life. You see some of the big... Well, play- hang on. You
2: talk about yourself.
1: Well, okay. Right. The big planting, powerful sidestep where you really yes. wrench one yes. foot into the... That's when your knee goes. And you've seen loads of players do it. Scout Brits did it at, at Saracens, uh, the jump step, and the uh, you know, Van der Fleer did it in the game in the first half. Mark Bennett did it as well, playing for Scotland. Um Dupont's obviously stepped off his right, and his knees just buckled. So he's done something serious there. Chavancy runs thirty meters to get Nigel Owens' attention, saying it's a head injury, head injury, head injury, because he can see their nine is on the deck, absolutely fucked. <laughs> and they, when you're nine, any team knows this. When you're nine, isn't in the in the play when you're attacking, you've got. Players like Jim stepping right. up trying to pass the <laughs> ball out. I know pass the ball. <laughs> Dildo fingers everywhere. Yeah. Um, so Chavancy's run over and said it's a head injury. Head injury stopped the game. And to be fair to Nigel Owens, he's tapped his head and said, I think it's a HIA. I think it's a head injury or whatever. But the, it was the match doctor who dictates, and Nigel Owens was amazing in his communication with uh, Jonathan Sexton and all the players, and the fourth official, who happened to be French as well, saying that the match doctor has said it's a HIA. And he said about three times, are you clearly telling me the match doctor has said it's a HIA? Now, the match doctor was French. And there's two ways to deal with this. Because the HIA at the minute, the, and France did it last year yeah. against Wales when Uini Antonio's got a bad back and he said, yeah. oh, it's my head. Yeah. And the French doctor's just like, yeah, And they're cheating. It's out and out cheating, that is. Well,
2: you talk about Bloodgate with Dino, it's a similar thing. But it's even worse because, well, it's not they didn't win. but
1: Yeah, it's out and out cheating. And for me, the one way to nip it in the bud completely it's just to say, if you've substituted someone off and there's an injury, whether it's a HIA or a, pro- or a proper injury, you can bring them back on. Because then it stops players cheating and saying HIA is the reason, when clearly it's not. Yeah. And the t- the time you go down to 14 players is if you can't, uh, you have to go to uncontested yeah, I've, I've
2: seen that loads of, I've seen players go off injured yeah, and other players come back on and... It's not even asked if it's a HIA. Yeah. I've seen it in the premiership this season.
1: I remember playing, uh, was I playing or was it? Um, no, I was watching of Leicester in the semi final. I'd left and it went, when it went to penalties against yeah. Cardiff.
2: And Jordan Crane did the ridiculous celebration. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Dan Hipkiss, so um, Julian Dupuy is in the changing rooms, smoking, s- bollock naked, having a fag and this while extra time is still going on. So he's been subbed off. He's watching it on TV. He's watching it on TV in the changing rooms, having a fag. And that is gospel truth. Gospel truth. Amen. In, in the changing rooms at oh my God. the Principality Stadium. Uh the team manager runs to the changing room to get him, because they can see it's going to the the kicks. I'm probably hanging myself out to dry here, but Dan Hipkiss had a little bit of blood in his head and they pulled Dan Hipkiss off. Tell Dupuis to get his kit back on, and he's just Start balling naked, hell of, he's a French, hell of a bush. Like you've never seen blacker pubes like it in your <laughs> life. He's like, Oh don't uh, second, je finis le cigarette. Um, Stamps it out, puts his kit back on, goes outside. Dan Hipkiss comes off with a bit of blood. Dupuis kicks one of the kicks that what, goes over. Blood, blood in the head or? Blood, yeah, blood yeah, both. Okay, he yeah. Had both. Um, and people do use it. And there's been loads of, in, loads of instances. That everyone talks about Bloodgate It used to go on massively before with not necessarily blood capsules, but in certain the guy, if, they, if the
2: guys had cuts on their ears or anything yeah. like that or if they had a slight nosebleed or whatever they yeah. had like a, a superficial cut they used to rub it in a bit more Yeah. and like who's the ref to say with them cuts oh no that, that's,
1: that's fine you can play on but that's what Nigel Owens said Nigel Owens went I'm not a doctor so I'm not going to overrule anything or I can't I have to go with their opinion but you either get neutral doctors so you've got six nations how mad is it you fourth official's French
2: cowboys mate in the referees, this day and age it's the referees
1: and the com- committees that live behind it Goody yeah and I think Carling said fifty-seven old farts about exactly. are a few years ago. Well, people running it now, have a little think. There should never be in the Six Nations a fourth official that is from either country. No. There should never be a matchday doctor who is meant to be neutral from either country. It's, it's simple. It's Trey bizarre. Très bizarre. And I'm not saying the French cheated at the weekend. Oh no, you wouldn't say that now, would you? you, can't, <laughs> you know, because it was the ultimately it was the match doctor who happened to be French who said it was a HIA. Now The the match doctors have the iPads, they have uh, access to replays, and you see some retrospective HIAs now in the Premiership and International Rugby where the match doctors had a look and said to the referee through the mic or whatever, eventually, two minutes later, I think so-and-so needs to come off for a HIA because he's taking a bit of a knock, he's trying to shake it off or whatever. And players, you, you know, this whole thing about the toughest player ever in world rugby that I think I've ever played against was Jamie Cudmore, and he's the one that's coming out now and talking the most about how dangerous it is. And as players in our environments at Leicester... Well, yeah, you used to get rewarded for bo- for getting back back in line. I man. remember everyone was like, I don't care whether you've broken your fucking leg, you're knocked out, get back in the
2: defensive line. Yeah. Well, that was Sean Edwards' thing, wasn't yeah. it, as a defensive coach. Yeah. like He used to reward players, and it's not. this is an old-school... Case and, and not just him, and that's what my thinking as well. That's what I I'd judge players on how tough they were. Yeah, and you know if you get a got a head knock back in the day, or you watch someone get a headlock, get back in the line. Like there was just this, so unknown. Yeah, and that's where now it's it's a complete culture shift. Like is yeah. it you know because it's all
1: out in the open, you have to be so careful. But off the back of it, people are finding ways of using the HIA manipulating it yeah. to yeah. manipulate it, and ultimately, when a nine goes off, and the worst case thing would have happened. Machineau was Machino comes back on and kicks the penalty that Bello missed, which would have meant Johnny Sexton's drop goal. It wouldn't have mattered because they needed to try to, to win it. So luckily Bello still took the penalty that he missed, but what a shambles.
2: Yeah. And I should say that we talk about Sean Edwards, like in terms of it wasn't when people had specifically concussions no. that he'd be screaming for getting back into line. I'm just saying in terms of, you know, boys that were struggling with knocks or whatever, yeah. he used to say, this is what I want. This is the, the level of... Bravery that we want, and that's that's gone now, isn't it? Like in, in all levels of the game, because
1: it's sort it's of the toughness. The amount of times that well, maybe not you'd have been down, but the amount of times I was playing with players who were injured, I'd go over to them and go, Come on, mate, we need you. Yeah, you, you could see the hurt or whatever. You're like, Come on, mate, uh, whoever it was, big player, big physical player, whatever. Come on, mate, we need you. Yeah, get up, get up, please get up. Tough and they'd luck. look at you, and, and the tough, yeah, you know, tough guys had Yeah, I'm up. Um, I can't remember, ever remember going over to Jim saying, come on, mate, get up, I need you.
0: You wouldn't need to. I was to. like,
1: get him off, get him <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't need to, mate. We'll quickly go through the Six Nations round two preview. Ireland versus Italy in Dublin. Seems to be a bit of a cakewalk, doesn't it? It's not really going to be much cake of Cakewalk. walk? Cake. 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 You got a cake. cake. cake and a <laughs> walk. It's going to be choice. easy for Coffee, Ireland. Cake?
1: Favourite cake, quickly. Favourite Victoria cake. Victoria sponge. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah SpongeBob, mate. Sponge. Yeah, I love a Victoria sponge.
0: <laughs> Scotland versus France. Who's going to bounce back? Oh, mate, Scotland. I don't
2: know really? what to say. I don't know what to say. I'd, France, at the minute, apart from the weekend and fronting up in poor conditions, I couldn't really work out again what they were doing. No. Like, big outrunners. Um, they've got some good individual players. They've lost their 10 this week, but they've brought picker moles back. You know, what's the conditions going to be like at Murrayfield? Who knows? Cold. Probably pushing it down again. But, for me, Scotland have to. They, they literally, simply, must,
1: got to, need to, want to... Please, if Scotland don't win, it is it is last game of the Six Nations, the battle of the wooden spoon over in. Rome. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I think Scotland will win it. I the think weekend. Scotland will win. If Come on, Scotland!
2: Uh, thank you, Goody. That's because we're in Edinburgh the week after. We are. One. We are. <laughs> Twickers, England, Wales. Oh, Wales! Come on, Wales! I, my favourite team. Look at him! <laughs> <Come> what, a, <laughs> what an absolute. If, tool. You, if you had to put your mortgage-free house on it, who would you go for? England, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, it's going to be a battle. Wales, they bring that physicality, they bring that edge that they had at the weekend and they, you know, in reality they didn't make many errors did they? No. Everything stuck for them. Against England it's a different proposition than playing, you know, the, the Scots had their bellies tickled and rolled over didn't they?
2: And England will come with a kicking game as well yeah. won't
1: they? England at tricking them. that axis, Ford and Farrell uh, controlling the game and pulling the strings attack wise. To plays at 13 again for me because he's got to match the physicality of Hadley Parks and uh, Scott Williams in the centres, and he's a massive favourite of Eddie Jones. Uh, Watson at fullback. Uh, any other game, I'd say but Mike Brown had a average to poor game at the weekend. Yeah. Any other game except for Wales coming to Twickenham or Ireland coming to Twickenham, yeah. I think he drops him. Yeah. But I think he he talks about credit in the bank, doesn't he, Eddie Jones? And yeah. I think he, I think, do you know what I reckon he should do? He should drop Johnny John May. May. Yeah. Put Jack Knoll on one wing, Anthony Watson on the other and play Mike Brown at fullback. Now, if you're going out-and-out out attack, I'd go Watson at fullback, Johnny May on one wing and Jack Knoll on the other. Yeah. For me, that's our most exciting back three. Yeah. But you talk about a balance of a game and you look at the way Wales play. They had a solid kicking game, didn't they, Wales? They well, kicked a right, lot.
2: Mate. And half good under the eye. Some eyeball, unbelievable
1: boomers from Hadley Parks. And, yeah. um, so that's where I think they go. They stick to Mike Brown. What will the score be? I think England win by 10. It'll be tough, bloody tough.
0: Let's go to the rumour mill. Any rumours floating around at the moment? You guys um, got anything? Yeah, it's anything? Been, it's it's been, it's bit, I've not even thought about rumours.
1: Kyle Eastman to sale. Yeah. He's talk, he's chatting to Wasp, I saw him yesterday. Wasps haven't seen the full value of him in terms of fitness, so uh, who knows. Gail
2: fuck you to racing. <laughs> <laughs> Gail fuck you. Gail, fuku. Gail Fiku. Oh, Gael Fiku. Okay, well I said that. Fiku, not fuck you. <laughs> okay, well, same. It reads same. fuck you. <laughs> Gael Fiku. Yeah, but in French you say fuck you. No. Okay. Who knows? No. Where's he off? He's, le- he's leaving Toulouse to go to. Yeah, well, everyone's leaving Toulouse, isn't they? Yeah. Why? Because they're Hugo Moller
1: There's another cowboy. Really? Oh, oh me my brief. god. So he's off. He's off to, to
2: Rass into the new stadium, Saint Andre. Philippe two. Staff Say with Olivier Zam. Olivier Zam's already there yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, mate that'd be that'd be decent I mean, needs something
2: absolutely rescuing mate uh, here's an interesting one yes so I'm a big fan of this this player Don Barrow's leaving Leicester yeah to go to sale yeah I heard Newcastle before but maybe sale well he no. used to be at Newcastle and I think that he might be trying to go back there yeah but, um... but apparently to sale I you talk about players that Leicester I don't know whether he was injured he had, he had a few issues with uh, concussion so there's a rumour that he might have fallen out with the guys rumour who, who? Just scrap- what I'm hearing. I've
1: heard there's a scrappy dappy do at training. You told me this off air, Jim. Did I? Who with? Well, you told me that Don Barrow and well, I've heard that Don Barrow had a scrap with Tom Youngs. And who won? Well, I imagine Youngsie won. I would I, mean, not, I would I, not fuck with I, mean, I don't know. Like, I've seen that. I've seen that
2: windmill coming. He's in. like a little Brock Lesnar, mate. <sighs> um, so I don't know. Which is surprising because Don Barrow was obviously the captain. But the, yeah, but the
1: cult also the culture at Leicester has always been. You're having it. The scrappy dappy dudes in training, and then you walk off the training field and you laugh about. But that's what I like. That, that's what I like about that Don Barrow. So I don't think the fact that
2: him and Youngs have had a fight in training, if that is what's yeah. happened, Um but yeah. So I don't know. That's a weird one because they're very thin in the second row, Goody. To be honest,
1: they've signed Will Spencer, haven't they? Yeah, signed Will Spencer. Yeah, which
2: apparently is a bag of sick mate with his top off. Really? Yeah, makes apparently. me look a like an absolute shit. Adonis. Well, no, I don't no, okay. want to go that far. All right, sorry. So I stood next to me, it would be like, uh, you, well, you're a bag of bones. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the analogy what it would be. Like, Will Ferrell stood next to J- Jason Statham. Like, they'd be the two And Jason Statham's a dwarf. Yeah, but in terms of body shape. Or The Rock. I mean, so we'll go Will Ferrell I mean, and The Rock.
1: You are an absolute dreamer. You're Will Ferrell, obviously. <laughs> no, mate. No, mate. Will Spencer is. What a dreamer. No bag of sex. What a dreamer. Um, Billy Searle leaving Bristol to go to Wasps. Who? who? Young Ten as the third choice. So you've got Supple Wanger. And then you've got Jimmy Gopeth, who will play... Ten and twelve, like he has done, and then Billy Sellers, the youngster coming through. Because I believe Cipriani is out out of there. Where's he going to go? I well, I'll, you know, you know. Come I know on, I don't, I yes, you do. Look no, at you. I, I don't know. Where do you think? What I do know is I don't think there's been a massive amount of interest.
2: Really? Hmm.
1: I mean, he'll definitely get a club. Why is it interest in terms of the money or what? Uh, it's got. It's all got to fit the bill, right? So well, for him or for them, for everyone. So Cipriani will expect a massive wage cause what he, oh mate he'll be he'll expect at least four hundred yeah but you know with it comes Cipriani and the baggage and all this stuff and yes he's playing exceptionally well for wasps but you know ultimately what's uh, the baggage just just the Danny Cipriani effect you know I, I know what he's like around the club in terms of some days he's brilliant some days he's, he's well. toys out the pram yeah. and that's a lot of tens of like Does he bring that.
2: girls to training
1: uh, I don't think he brings girls to training no. 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 K- fast cars? Oh, well he's just got his license back. Oh yeah. Because he got banned for drink driving, didn't he? What cars did he drive? Uh, I saw him in a Merc the other day, I think okay, it was. Of course. Yeah, I, listen, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he well, pretty sure he's not going to be at Wasp next year. Then you look around the Premiership and how many clubs need a 10. Back to Sale? Well, I, I heard that when he left Sale, they all waved him off. Did they? Hmm. Just what I heard, you hear rumours. Whether, whether it's true or not, yeah. I don't know.
2: So yeah, we don't know where Danny Cipriani's going. Let's let's take a guess where he's going to go. I'm going to stay Stadfronto. I don't. I literally just plucking oh, out of the air. I'm oh, just plucking out the air completely. Yeah. I have no idea. I reckon maybe Japan. You reckon? Ten
1: dollar. Mm. Ten dollar.
0: All right. Let's have a look at what's been good, what's been bad, and what's been ugly in rugby. Um, yeah, plenty of good. We'll start
1: off away from the Six Nations, and we'll go over to Uruguay. they have qualified for yeah, the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, saw that. With a win over Canada over two legs. Um, So tip of the hat to Uruguay making the World Cup in 2019. Steph Evans' finish. How good. That was good. That finish was quality. Anthony Watson's finish. Unbelievable. Sam Simmons, man of the match performance for me, but didn't get given man of the match. Uh, The only thing to give it to this weekend, though, is the good Johnny Sexton and his massive nuts for that drop goal. No one will ever have a more intense... Game-winning drop goal from 48 meters like that. Hit it as smoothly, as sweetly in horrendous conditions. I think it was, a fluke. I, it was a fluke. It was a fluke. Wasn't, wasn't it? a
2: fluke. It was a fluke. It wasn't. A fluke. He's like, oh, fuck it. I've had enough.
1: Well, he has. But also, you still got to have I, I unbelievable tackers to yeah, get. Yeah. It. I get that. So Johnny Sexton gets the good, uh, the bad. Um, ben Young's injury. That's pretty bad. Obviously, hearing the noise that he made when he got hit off the ball, and also the, you're talking about the bad. The oh, French.
2: Oh, the Scottish or French? No, the French. Oh, okay. The French,
1: they're, they're pretty bad at the minute. They're below Fiji. Oh, so it's they. their worst ever world ranking, I think. So uh, they're part of that. But Where ultimately, Fiji? the only bad thing this weekend is Italy. I see you, mate. I see you pass <laughs> Scotland there.
2: You're horrid, man. The mate. bad. I, I would not be coming to Scotland if I was you. The
1: bad is Scotland with an abject performance. Oh, my word. All Absolutely right, hosed. Okay. Rinsed. <laughs> Jokes. You taking it? i take it, yeah. yeah. The bad this week, Scotland. And then the ugly...
2: Um, the ugly's got to be you on TV uh,
1: I was on TV Friday and Sunday uh, Sunday VAT
2: sport that's got to be the ugly you're stood there with Sarah Sarah and uh, when half time yeah Christian Wade Christian Wade so you're stood there with Sarah and Christian Wade you literally look like you're carrying triplets no mate I was in black was so in that black. is the ugly <laughs> I, was, I was
1: dressed in black <laughs> you were dressed everyone's in calling me the milk tray man milk tray you black literally is slimming mate just checking the photos from you Newcastle. look like Vanessa Phelps I don't know. what you so. look like um, so you did watch me
2: yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, you know? thanks, mate. Yeah. Good comms? Happy with the comms? Uh, yeah, quite insightful some parts oh, it, yeah. thank mate, you. Mate, so you're good on the comms. Thanks, oh, mate. I'll I'll yeah, that, boring yeah, boring as boring gets, but like, yeah, you're you're insightful. Thanks, mate. Appreciate which is great that.
1: for me because I don't know nothing about rugby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the ugly. Um, for me, it's the whole HIA issue. The French match doctor, he's, not, he's French in nationality, but he was an independent doctor, that is French, that's called Dupont as a head injury when his knee is halfway around his ankle it's <laughs> you know, yeah. just absolutely shocking so the ugliest week the whole HIA process which has been abused let's say by the French over the last couple of years uh, we've, got
0: a, we've got a rugby pod cap to give away for the best review we get in the coming weeks so get them in and we'll read them out we'll read out a few contenders each week um, so a review has come in by uh, Alice222 saying absolutely awesome podcast lads never miss an episode the mix of rugby insight and jovial banter means even the missus puts up with listening on long car journeys. A group of us are off to England uh, to the, uh, off for the England game in Paris for a stag do. Any suggestions for suitable drinking establishments? Uh, if you're knocking about, fancy joining us for a couple? Um, there's a diehard Wasps fan attending who would also love to hero worship Goody oh, over a pint.
2: So where are they going to Paris?
0: Yeah, Paris, yeah, for the England
2: game. Oh, apparently it's a great place uh, called Paddy's Bar i of done there. Oh, Irish bar. See, I mean, yeah. Pink. Time to go to Pink. Or VIP. Go to Pink. Pink yeah. in Paris. There really? A sp- uh, place called VIP. I had a night out with Denzel Washington there. Oh, of course. Well, he do. looked, like, what a load he of looked like Denzel and he said he was Denzel. Yeah. Denzel is German, isn't he? He's German? <laughs> this guy was German, he said he was Danzel.
0: <laughs> uh remember to subscribe, follow us on Twitter, and review us on iTunes and check out Eventbrite for details on any upcoming live shows. Robbie Pod. Yeah, Robbie Pod Scotland.
2: Come on, Scotland! Pod pod pod. <laughs>